When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Pats Nation? This is the CLNS Media Network's New England Patriots post-game show. Alongside Marvin Azan, I am Mike Molyneux. Final score at Gillette Stadium on the Sunday night showdown. 12 versus 12, Marv. 31 to 17, the the Patriots defeat the Green Bay Packers. And this is the matchup that everyone's been talking about. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. The first time these two are meeting since 2014, where the Patriots suffered a loss at Lambeau, uh, Lambeau Field. Um, it's a heartbreaking loss if anybody remembers that right. game, but that was the only time these two guys met up and they had their showdown and they finally get their rematch, you know, four years later and Brady gets the upper, upper hand. So right now these two guys are one and one in their matchups, but yes, Patriots defeat the Packers tonight, Sunday night football at Gillette stadium. Big game. You know, this game was hyped up. Anytime you can get Michael Jordan on a commercial talking about the greatest of all time, you know it's going to be a big matchup. But at the end of the day, it comes down to who has the better team, Green Bay Packers or the New England Patriots. Let's forget about the quarterback versus quarterback for a second. And New England Patriots have a better team, Mike. They are a better team than the Green Bay Packers, and it showed today. I mean, Packers are, are, are a good team, but yeah. they're, they're, they can only go as far as Aaron Rodgers can take them. You saw their defense really falling apart. And eventually, it took a while, but eventually Patriots start to pick the, the um, Packers defense apart, so, especially during the second half. But it definitely stalled at a moment. Brady threw for 294 yards, one touchdown, did get sacked twice. Aaron Rodgers threw for two touchdowns himself, 259 yards, sacked one time. These guys played a fairly clean game, but it came down to who could make more plays on the other side of the field, and the New England Patriots were able to do that. Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, again, if you look at the final score and see that the Packers only scored 17 points, I didn't think that was going to be the case right. at all. In my mind, I envisioned this game being a shootout. You know, big points were going to be put up on both sides. I saw Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers both throwing, you know, for possibly 300 plus yards, mm-hmm. three, three or four touchdown passes. But that wasn't the case at all. Now, one thing that I'm not surprised about, again, kind of like I just mentioned, the Patriots did put up 31 points and as they should have, because this, this Green Bay should, Packers yes. defense has hasn't is not one to be fair this year. And over the last couple of years, they never have been a, a team to really fear. Uh, defensively, it's always been Aaron Rodgers, you know, kind of out shooting or out gunning opposing teams and putting up more points or leading amazing comebacks in the fourth quarter and whatnot. And that's just, you know, his calling card. He's capable of doing that. We've seen it time and time again. Aaron Rodgers has that ability, but the Patriots did what they're supposed to do. You know, they put up points, they made big plays against this defense. You saw it a couple times where, you know, James White broke free and got a couple touchdowns. Right. Cordell Patterson, a guy who's not even the running back, <laughs> he's not his listed Cordell position. Cordell Patterson. Not even a running back, but he definitely had his way tonight running on the Green Bay Packers, you know, finishing when finishing with 11 carries for 61 yards and a touchdown, getting 5.5 yards per carry. So you saw different plays, you know, 
Julian Edelman threw a pass, a long pass for 37 yards, uh, a broken play defensively where Josh Gordon got free and ran in for a 50-yard touchdown, I think. So this defense, you know, giving up plays like we saw tonight, it doesn't really surprise you that they played the way they did. Yeah, Mike, um, guys that you mentioned, I just want to, you know, touch base. Cordero passing, who would have thought that this would be your guy when Sony Michelle goes out to get – the most of the carries, 11 carries for Patterson, 12 carries for um, for James White. And you know that James White, he's not the guy who's going to carry the ball much. 12 carries, that might be his new career. <laughs> high. I remember last time when he had double-digit carries, that was his first with 10. So James White, he, he struggled in the running game. That's not his expertise. 12 carries for 31 yards. This is the reason why, you know, during the trade deadline, you were confused that they didn't go out and get a running back. But James White... He does it so well on the air, man. Six receptions for 72 yards. A great balanced game from, from everyone. You even saw Philip Dorsett get busy a little bit for three sure receptions did. for 30 yards. So Brady was looking around. <laughs> it wasn't the cleanest offensive game, especially in the first half where you had opportunities when you're in the goal line. You can't punch it in. You know, not having Gronk in this game, not having Sony Michelle, those are two guys where you use specifically in the goal line. And it showed. It showed that it faulted. You you get into a goal line. Okay, then your defense has a good stand. You get good um, field position because they punted the ball, and you still didn't score. That was upsetting a little bit to yeah. see your offense stall like that. And you know, Green Bay Packers they didn't take advantage <laughs> because you played very well on the defensive defensive side. Stephon Gilmore, that's a guy that we need to bring up. You know, he Absolutely. had he had the job to start Aaron Rodgers' number one target. And um, excuse me, I'm, bl I'm blanking. Devonte Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams. Adams had four receptions for fifty for fifty five yards on to on six targets only. He he did get a touchdown, but as when you watch the game, Gilmore played very well on him. You know, to the point you have to force Rodgers to look elsewhere. He had to look at Valdez um Scantler, <laughs> his rookie. He had to look at Graham and other places. Aaron Jones forcing the fumble getting forced fumbles on him. So Patriots defense was all over the place. This is one of their better games this year. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, again, defensively, you know, who would have ever thought they would be able to hold Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers to below 20 points? I didn't see it coming in at all. Um, shout out to the comments coming in and everybody being up right now, you know, tuning in with us, you know, after watching this game, I'm seeing a lot of great comments in, coming here from Eric Ortiz saying, you know, Rodgers needs to change his jersey number from 12 to just two because maybe he doesn't deserve the honor to wear the 12 wow. just like Tom Brady. Hey, hey, Rodgers is a great great quarterback. Let's not get crazy. But now. is he as great as Tom Brady? Is he as great as Tom Brady? He's a great quarterback. But he's no he, Tom he, Brady. He hasn't got the rings like Brady, of course That's not. true. More comments coming in. Everyone's talking about how great of a job that, you know, the guy that you just mentioned, Stephon Gilmore, he had an excellent game tonight, uh, and he played really well. You know, another comment saying, uh, Gilmore might be top three cornerback in the league right now. And you wow. know what? Wow. So sneakily, he's up there. He's up there for sure. I could definitely, you could definitely make a case for Gilmore being one of the top cornerbacks in the league, Mar, for sure. Going in and seeing more stuff, man. Yeah, Packers did suffer a lot of injuries. I think coming into the game, they were dealing with some yep. injuries defensively. And on top of that, you know, they had one of their players, I forgot his name right now, but he gets kicked out for slapping an offensive lineman in the head. Um, we call. I mean, they they were behind some weak calls. Yeah. Um, 
And then you lose Martinez for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then he got hurt. <laughs> Excuse me. He eventually came back. So, you know, their defense was a little banged up, plus losing some players, you know, getting ejected and whatnot. But still, you know, it doesn't surprise anyone, or at least it doesn't surprise me that the Patriots were able to put up 30 plus points on the Green Bay Packers. Looking into this game, Mike, first half, mm -hmm. I was talking to you. Brady, his ball, the way he was floating the ball to those receivers, it didn't look Brady-esque at point. And especially in the first half, it, it, you were wondering, okay, what's going on with Brady? He wasn't stepping into his throws a little bit. And it wasn't as if Green Bay was pressuring them crazy. It was There wasn't a lot of pressure. Brady had time to throw the ball. And the ball was just floating in the air a little bit like a duck. <clears throat> was there any concerns with how Brady has been playing these past couple weeks, especially – Last week against the Buffalo Bills, where the offense did stall a little bit as well. The ball wasn't getting out there. And then, to his credit, second half, it picked up. You know, mm -hmm. the play calling was a lot better. I saw a lot more zing into his ball in the second half. But the first half was a little it was a little iffy for me. Yeah, I think this is a conversation, <clears throat> excuse me, that we've had a couple times now where you can notice. I mean, it's our job to kind of watch and analyze the game and break down what we're seeing. And I think it's very clear to you and I that, you know, Brady has looked off sometimes throughout the course of the season. Now, has he been playing below average football at, at the quarterback position where he's on the level of, you know, Blake Bortles or, or James Winston or anything like that? No, he has not been that bad. But I think over the years we've watched Brady at such an elite level that if you see him this season, you can obviously kind of tell, all right, you know, He's missing a little bit of the zing in his past. Maybe his accuracy is off just a little bit. You can see the difference. Now, that difference in his in his play has not deteriorated that much where he's not one of the top quarterbacks in the league anymore. Right. He's still a very good quarterback. But at the same time, you know, for whatever it is, whether it be father time or whatever the case may be or offense, you know, the play calling, He's doesn't look the same. It's definitely something <clears throat> that you need you need to monitor. Obviously, I mean the guy's 41 years old. Nobody's played the game of football at 41 years old at a high elite level. I don't think it's been done in many sports. I mean, Michael Jordan came back at 39, 40 years old, and he still led the Washington Wizards in scoring. But I mean, I could have led the Washington <laughs> Wizards in scoring that year, Mike. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. So. He's 41 years old. Obviously, if he's not breaking records right now, putting up Patrick Mahomes numbers, you know, you can't get too mad at that. But, you know, this team has won six straight games. They're second in the AFC, right behind the Kansas City Chiefs. They look like they're marching along and going to be a team to be reckoned with. So, I mean, if, if your defense can play like they played tonight against Aaron Rodgers, this team primetime, it's a great sign. Yeah, Because it shows that Brady – Brady can score only uh, only one touchdown and throw for two hundred less than three hundred yards, and you can still put up thirty one. That is great for this team in absolutely, general. Absolutely, um, a guy that I want to sp speak about. You know, I thought he was going to have a breakout game last week against the Buffalo Bills. It seemed like it would be the perfect time for him to break out, but this week it came. Josh Gordon, yes, five receptions, one hundred and thirty yards, a touchdown. This is why you brought him here for a game like this. Josh Gordon was great. Yards after the catch, catching hard balls. And this is what you wanted. You know, no, no Gronkowski this week. So you knew someone was going to have to have a big game. Someone's going to have to step up. 
and be that receiver. And Josh Gordon was the guy. Brady looked for him 10 times, 10 targets. And these weren't forced targets like before. You know, no. when you watch the other games, like, damn, Brady's really forcing it into him. No, this this time they weren't forced. And I loved what I saw from Gordon out there. Yeah, Gordon definitely feel like, again, like you said, it wasn't forced targets. It seemed like he was just getting passes in the flow of the game and the flow of the offense. You know, Gordon had 10 targets. I think Julian Edelman also had 10 targets. And uh, James White had seven himself, if I stay corrected. And, you know, you knew the targets were going to go somewhere. Gronk wasn't in the game, so the targets had to be divided up between those three guys. And obviously, you know, uh, Dorsett was sprinkled in a little bit. Dwayne Allen had a target. I think Chris Hogan had one target, wasn't able to reel it in. Uh, but you knew those top three guys right there were going to be leading the way. And yeah, Josh Gordon, again, is continuing to prove that he's a solid piece to this offense. You know, question marks of him coming in and joining in, joining the team are always going to be, can he fit in? Can he stay right? Can he stay mentally in the game and within the system and with the organization? And He's answering all the calls right now. Obviously, there was a little, you know, whatever last week of him possibly being late for the bus or whatever the case Very may be. Still but it's obviously they, they moved past that and they're on to the next game. And right now, Josh Gordon is playing very well and playing the type of football that many people expected him to play. I personally still feel like he may be hampered a little bit. This guy was called Flash for a reason. And when he gets the ball sometimes, I'm not really seeing that real burst in speed and acceleration. So maybe he's still hampered a little bit by the injury. Maybe he's not fully in tip-top shape, whatever the case may be. But he's still making plays out there, and, uh, and he's a great target for Tom Brady. Dwayne Allen. Comments coming in about Dwayne Allen. Your boy. That's my guy. Quick story. That was his boy. Quick story. Gronk, you know, I have him on my fantasy team. And then we find out around like 6 o'clock that he's not going to be playing. So I had a decision to make. Do I go get a Tennessee Titan tight end? Or do I go get a Dallas Cowboys tight end? Or do I go with my guy, Dwayne Allen? <laughs> Your guy. My guy, Dwayne Allen, got me a catch. That's all I asked for. I only asked for one catch. One catch. That's all I asked. And Dwayne Allen got me a catch. One catch for 21 yards. Looked good. But what Dwayne Allen, how he makes his name on this team is through the blocking. Very Mike. true. And he delivered some great blocks, too, especially during the screen games. The screen game, you see that he's making those big plays. And <clears throat> he's vital to this, to this team. So, you know, to a casual fan that you just watched Dwayne Allen, you remember him from Indianapolis. You're thinking, okay, where's the catches? Where's the five recession? Where's the eight touchdowns that he used to get? But this guy is being utilized as a blocker. Whether Gronk is in the game or not, his role does not change on this team. And I like it. I like what he's yeah. – now that we know that he has a solidified role and what his role is, you like what you see from Dwayne Allen. Yeah. Obviously, again, this is not, this is not um, Indianapolis Colts. You know, he does not have that role anymore being a receiving – tight end his job is to block and he's doing the job very well like you just said whether Gronk's in the game or not his main job and purpose on the field when he gets those snaps is to be a solid blocker and he's doing that job really well you know we've seen a lot of guys come and go uh for the Patriots as, as the as the second tight end we've seen Scott Chandler we've seen uh a human who man? Who man? Whatever. Don't mean to mess up his name, but yeah, we've seen a lot of guys shuffle in and out, and some guys they just don't stick. But Dwayne Allen, what is this third season now? I'm thinking 
second or third season. Second, second season. Second, second, second season. season. You know, if he was really that bad and Patriots had no purpose of him, they would have shuffled his behind out the door and brought in somebody else. You know, they probably would have gave uh, another tight end the opportunities that they're giving Dwayne out, but they like what they're getting from him and not even from the passing game. The fact that he's just a solid blocker is what is keeping his role on this team. So shout out to Dwayne Allen. Marv says it's his guy. It's only Marv, it's only his guy today because Marv wasn't messing with Dwayne Allen before. Don't 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 listen to this listen, guy. Listen, 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 listen. What did I just say? Now that we know his role on this team, you he's like it. You like him. You like it. You like it. Yeah. Okay. Now okay. that I know because think about it, Mike. You come in from a year where you had Martellus Bennett. Yep. And you had the two tight end duo. Martellus Bennett, you know, gets goes to Green Bay, ends up retiring, whatnot, but he leaves. He goes to Green Bay. And you bring in a guy like Dwayne Allen, and you know Dwayne Allen as a guy to catch the ball. It's another pass catch. So you're thinking, okay, maybe he may not be as good as Bennett, but he's still gonna be a guy that can go out there and get that dual tight end threat. It just didn't happen that year. So you didn't know what his role was going to be. And then, you know, the miscatches, the non-instinct with Brady, it put a stain in me. No, no. So, I, of course, I called him out for a little bit. But this year, we know his role, and he's doing it well. All right. I can't argue with that. My man Clifton Brown is calling me out. What do you say? Clifton, oh, Clifton, I see you, man. Boy. Yes, Adrian Claiborne, finally. His face has been on the side of a milk carton box for the longest time now because he's just been MIA. Past couple of weeks. Past couple of weeks, though, he's he's resurfacing. He's showing up. His he's washed up on the shore and he's now been found, you know, in another solid game from he's getting pressure on on Aaron Rodgers today. Aaron Rodgers was only sacked once, but the pressure was there and he was feeling some of that pressure from Claiborne. If I can look at his stats, I think. He only he finished with three tackles in a in a in a sack. Him and um I think Trace Trey Flowers combined for a sack. Um and that's what you've been looking for from for from Adrian Claiborne. You know, you got him from the Atlanta Falcons, and we saw, you know, we read up, you saw the stats. He was a solid pass rusher in the Atlanta Falcons uh defense. And even in the preseason, he was playing very well. I couldn't wait for the regular season to start and for him to really get his time to shine in the Patriots uniform. And then it was just slow for him. He wasn't doing anything. But like you just said over the last couple of weeks, he's finally, you know, making plays. He's finally showing up. He's finally bringing that pressure and and getting a couple of sacks here and there. So again, if you can get continue to get a performance like you did tonight, from Adrian Claiborne, you know, more successful come to this pitcher's defense. You could put pressure on guys. Aaron Rodgers, we know how great of a quarterback he is in terms of scrambling out the pocket and picking up yards, but I'd rather him try to do that than sit in the pocket and dissect the defense that way. So Adrian Claiborne, keep it up, man. Sooner or later, you got a double, you got a you got a star coming up. I was about to say double M. <laughs> you got a star coming up for you, Adrian Claiborne. So keep it up. A guy who um didn't have a great stats game. Dante Hightower, you know, mm -hmm. he four tackles, but I love Hightower's game today. He his role was to contain. Yep. It was to contain Rodgers. And yes, he didn't he wasn't able to sack Rodgers for any losses, but the way he was able to contain him, keep him in the pocket, have him scrambling around, making those hard throws. I thought Hightower had an excellent game. He did. So in the linebackers in general, I thought they played Rodgers very well this game. They Rogers, you know, um, how many yards did he have 
running the ball. One second. Which I think it wasn't there. a lot because they did a good job containing four, four four rushes for eight yards. You know, they did a really great job containing yeah. Rodgers. He wasn't able to he was able to extend plays, but they were difficult plays that he had to extend out there. I thought it was a great game plan for one one of the best dual threats out there. So I love what the Patriots did against um Rodgers and Hightower definitely leads that leads that tribe. He was always out there making those plays. Absolutely. Uh, comments are flying in right now. Wow. Dreamville for life said, what's up with Bruce Irving? Just, you know, got released by the Raiders. Mm -hmm. You know, I think what I read about him is the Raiders were really looking at Bruce Irving to being, you know, their leading pass rusher. And, you know, maybe he just doesn't have it like he used to. And they just want to move on from him. whatever the place the Raiders are doing all types of funny business on top of the fact that they suck. But they're cleaning house over there. Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, Mark Bruce Irvin, could he come in and help? Obviously, the Patriots have some guys, you know, Trey Flowers, Claiborne, uh, Derek Rivers is slowly maybe coming around a little bit. Could you add in a Bruce Irvin kind of similar to how the Patriots brought in last year? Uh, what is his name from the Steelers? Uh, uh <laughs> you what is his about. name? I'm so sorry. They brought in homeboy from the Steelers. I'm completely drawing a blank. I'm sorry, but he came in and he wasn't. They say you're a Steelers fan, Mike. I'm not a Steelers fan. That's the, craziest, fan. that's the craziest part. I'm not a Steelers fan, but you know, similar. To, my blanket, bro? I'm, I'm similar to how they brought him in. Harrison, thanks. This is why. We, we love the comments coming in because if Marvin myself draws a blank, you guys are right there to help us out. James Harrison came in, yes. And obviously he's much older, but they weren't looking to James Harrison to being the leading guy, the top guy to, to you know, get sacks and whatnot. You could do the same thing with James Harrison. You have some younger guys there who's playing a lot of snaps. I mean, Bruce Irving could come in and kind of be that role to fill in here and there if you need him. What did I say last time we were talking about, you know, the trade deadline? It was the the linebacker position is so thin. Yeah. You are – it's the thinnest position you have other than the running back at the moment. The linebacker position is thin. One of those guys go out, it, it's a wrap, especially if it's Hightower. It's looking real funny. You bring in a guy like Bruce Irvin who's, who's proven in this league. You know what you're going to get out of him. And – He's going to want to be, go out there and prove, prove it, prove himself out there. I think it'd be a perfect fit. And I think the whole league can see it coming if it comes to New England. It would not be a shock to anyone. That can really help solidify this defense, bringing in a Bruce Irvin. Hey, man, it's all about if the Patriots will show interest. Obviously, I don't think um, Bruce Irvin would turn down an opportunity to, you know, meet with the Patriots, play for the Patriots. It's a winning organization. Everybody knows, you know, the culture of the New England Patriots. You know, so if they can, if they come knocking, if they, you know, buzz his cell phone, get a nice little text message, I'm Why sure not? he'll pick it up and say, hey, I'm all for it. I'll join the Patriots. So it remains to be seen. You know, it'll be a good pickup for the New England Patriots and their defense especially. Um, yeah, but back to this game, though, from tonight, the big showdown. The main conversation, though, I know we kind of went into the other things, the defense, offense, but let's get back to the big conversation. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Right. We just was talking about this a little bit, you know, before we came on air. Where do you rank 
Aaron Rodgers. You know, obviously, he's gifted. Everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't have too many of the accolades that these other quarterbacks have. One, one Super Bowl ring, uh, MVP award, he's got that. You know, all pro, of course. You know, he holds the best passing rating in NFL history. Uh, he's great. But you may have him ranked a little bit lower than all the hype I that's just surrounding him. At the end of the day, Mike, you got to win rings, right? To be in the in this quarter in the quarterback discussion now, it's a it's about rings. One, I can't put him over Manning. I feel like the conversation Peyton, Peyton Manning. Oh, oh, way, oh, you thought I was talking about Archie? <laughs> I know damn I well you. I wasn't talking about Eli. Eli got two rings, though. <laughs> it don't matter how many. Eli can get six. He's not in the conversation. Uh, but it's crazy how Rodgers just jumped Peyton Manning in the conversation. And I can't put Rodgers over Peyton Manning at the moment. You know, when you think about Rodgers, dynamic player, dual threat, has the, the numbers, but longevity works against him. Um, staying healthy and playoff success. He had that one year where they went to the Super Bowl and they won, but his playoff success has not been right as well. I think he's and nine and seven in the playoffs, something like it's, that. It's not that great, you know. It's one of those. Damn, I wish we could have seen Brady and Rogers in the Super Bowl. I wish yeah. we could have seen LeBron versus Kobe in the finals. It's one of those things. And of course, of course, that Rogers is great. Can I put him over Drew Brees? Drew Brees is a quarterback. Yes, he hasn't been to the Super Bowl many times as well, but his success is just as great as Rodgers. And mm -hmm. right now at the age of 39, almost 40, he's having his best year in the NFL. So Rodgers, we got to see where his career ends. Okay. You know, but right now he's definitely top 10. Top 10 quarterback. I can't put him top five. Oof. Ah. And if, I'm in the minority, I feel like, when it comes to that, because Rodgers is up there amongst the greats. I think I'd if you had to list five quarterbacks, I don't – yeah. Right now, obviously, the conversation – I mean, seeing, seeing comments coming in, you know, the real GOAT conversation is probably Joe Montana and Tom Brady. I think that's what it's all about when you're talking about quarterbacks and who's the greatest of all time. Reason why Rodgers gets so much hype, because, yes, his stats aren't, aren't any, anything crazy right now in his career. He has much more football left to be played. He's only, what, 36 years old, 34, something mm -hmm. like that. He has a lot of football left. His stats aren't jumping off the, off the charts right now. He only has one Super Bowl ring. But everybody already knows and sees and can tell that the guy's talent, you know, his athleticism at the position is something that's never been seen before. And I just think that's why it's he's so quick to be brought up in the conversations the greatest ever do it. No one has the combination of the arm, the strength, the accuracy, and the legs that Aaron Rodgers has at the quarterback position. That's the only reason why I feel like people can For a long period of time. We've, we've seen quarterbacks have stretches where they've looked amazing with the arm, the leg, the accuracy, but Aaron Rodgers was making some great. He's done it consistent. Exactly, He's done it consistent. So that's why, because I mean, yes, in my, I agree with you. Rings mean a lot. Rings mean a lot. Rings and being a successful quarterback means a lot. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the rings, but he's been a successful quarterback for 
a decent period of time and his his attributes in terms of what he's able to do is something that's never been seen before. So I just think that's why he's always put in that conversation. And yes, I think right now, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are the best quarterbacks currently in the league. Drew Brees is obviously in the conversation, but those two are the top of the, the cream of the crop. Right. Um, that's what it boils down. Last to. thing on this that it caught my eye, Mooney says, uh, Ryan Mooney says, if Rodgers would take half of his pain, treat his teammates with respect, audible, and same level as Brady, there might be a conversation. With that said, it bring it brings up this, you know, Rodgers just took a huge deal, right? Mm -hmm. Groundbreaking money deal. There's a lot of pressure now for Rodgers to win because if he doesn't win with all this money <clears throat> that he has, it's like if you took less for the team to bring in more players, maybe you guys could have won. But now you have this boatload of money and your team's not being successful these next couple of years, it, it, it's a conversation that will be had in the future coming up, you know, because he's forever going to be compared to Tom Brady. That's yeah. going to be the standard. Whatever whatever quarterback comes up into this league, they're always going to be compared to Tom Brady. And one thing that Tom Brady has done has take pay cut, team first, and he's had success. And we've seen that in, in <clears throat> other sports too. Tim Duncan, right. the, the, probably the greatest right. power forward to ever play. You've never heard about him getting the max contract, being the highest play. Does he deserve it? Absolutely. But players like Brady, players like uh, Tim Duncan, they take pay cuts because they have the team first mentality where, hey, if this money can go to a different position, a different area of the team that can help us be better collectively, so be it. And I think that's what it boils down to. Um, you can't deny the greatness of of Aaron Rodgers. You can't deny the greatness of Tom Brady. Uh, I think it'll always be talked about moving forward. Uh, any other thoughts or feelings you have regarding this game from tonight, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers conversation? Um, six games in a row. Six. Six games. Patriots are really moving, you know. They're looking good. If they can bring in a guy like Bruce Urban that would help, they face the Tennessee Titans next week. That should be another great game. Excuse me. Should be another great game for this um, for this defense to continue continue on. Mariota and them guys, they had, they've been horrible on offense. So Patriots should be able to tackle on to Tennessee Titans, make it seven in a row, and they're looking really good going to the playoff spot. Now you cross your fingers for Kansas City to slip one. Yeah. True. And you have the tiebreaker against them. You got to start, you know, we're getting to that point where you got to start thinking about home court. Mm -hmm. And you know, the Patriots are thinking about home court too. So start thinking about that moving forward. You know, Tennessee Titans next, Patriots should handle business. One more piece of information. I think we're going to save this conversation for the round table. Patriots round table, be on the lookout for that. Um, but Rob Gronkowski, it's just looking like a lost season for the guy. You know, we don't have to get into it too much. Tune into the round table. We could probably have more of that conversation. But yeah, another game where he's he's not out there. Patriots still chugging along and he hasn't been a part of too much of the success. He's been he's a part of the success right. he's on the Patriots. But can you attribute a lot of the success because of the play of Rob Gronkowski? You can't. And that's just the honest truth. I mean, he does do a solid job in blocking and whatnot, but you know, being a weapon for Tom Brady, he hasn't been there. But that's just what I want to say about that. We can get deeper into conversation 
moving forward again, tune into the Patriots Roundtable uh, later on this week. But right now, week 11 is the bye week for those who are asking. All right. <laughs> right now, though, we're going to get into the stars and sorries from the game. Oh, yeah. Swing them our way. I know I saw a couple sprinkled in in the comments, but swing the stars and sorries our way. Marty seeing Ryan Mooney. Shout out to him. He says, Brian uh, Flores, Josh Gordon, Cordero Patterson, and Slater, your boy Slater. Stars right there. I'm definitely going to give it. Hold on. What? Slater. Matthew Slater. Okay. <laughs> no comment. Those are those are three great stars of the definitely game. Definitely want to give one to, to, to Patterson. I think, again, stepping up in the running back position, a position that not him. Maybe he played in, in high school or something. Who knows? But the Patriots are calling upon him to be, you know, pretty much the leading rusher. Obviously, James White is there, but right. Cordell Patterson has been the guy who's, who's busting his way between the tackles or whatnot a few times. And game like tonight, 11 carries, six, <clears throat> 61 yards, and a touchdown. Can't be mad at that. 5.5 yards per carry. Wow. Solid for a guy who doesn't Not really running play back. running back. Right. So. He's definitely getting a star of the game for me, for sure. Anybody you want to shout out? Um, definitely want to give a star of the game to Cordero Patterson, like you said. Just a guy where you knew what he can do dynamically with the receiver game if he gets anything open. So Cordero Patterson putting him in the running back position second week in a row and flourishing, getting better than he was last week. It's always good to see an improvement that they gave him that chance to continue. You mentioned um, Gordon Wright. So another guy I want to say, Gilmore. You know, Gilmore. I think Gilmore had a really great game. The the secondary, forget Gilmore. I want to give yeah. it to the secondary. Somebody said McCourty too yeah, as McCord, well. Because McCourty had a great game. J.C. Jackson, though, yeah, whoa. He, he didn't have, <coughs> have a good game compared to everyone else in the secondary. But I like I liked what I saw from Chung, you know, fighting hard against Graham's not always an easy task. Sure they, got some, they got some weapons out there in Green Bay, but I love what the secondary did on this team. So secondary gets a star. And, Mike, I'm going to do another star, no, something we never done before. But I'm going to give one of our our audiences a star. Dreamville. Dreamville. He gets a star because you know what he said? What did he say? He's been listening to us since the podcast days. Whoa. The talking podcast day shout out to marvin and i have been holding down you know patriots post game show patriots beat a lot of patriots coverage for a long time now so to hear that somebody's been rocking with us you know through the years so that's definitely Oof. you you're a star man you'll shout star. out to you for sure shout out to all of you guys you know putting in work helping us out with exactly. these shows you know it's it's after midnight right now and these the comments are flowing right now. The yeah. conversations we're having with you guys, you guys are having with each other. You know, we appreciate it all always. So shout out to everybody. You all get a star for, for keeping us going and keeping this show rocking for sure. But when there's the good. <laughs> there's the bad. And when you're bad on this show right here, we tell you sorry. sorry. Let us know. Swing them our way if you have any sorry. Uh, sorry's. <laughs> Sorries. I'm mixing <laughs> two words together. Let us know if you have any sorries that we can hit up and talk about. Sorry that I have. I definitely have to give one to the Green Bay Packers uh -huh. offense. 
Aaron Rodgers, he puts up points, Marv. Yeah. He puts up points. 17 points from Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I couldn't tell you the last time they scored below 20 points. I really want to know the last time they scored below 20 points because it doesn't happen. Let me see their schedule right now. They put up points if this page will load up. Let's see. 24 points against the Bears. They tied against the Minnesota Vikings, 29. Uh, they, they only scored 17 against the Washington Redskins. Uh, but other than that, it's all been 20-plus. They put up points. Aaron Rodgers puts up points. And the fact that the Patriots defense held them to 17, there's some trouble over there. Trouble offensively. So I have to give that whole offense lead, led by Aaron Rodgers a big fat old sorry. sorry. I'm going to piggyback off your sorry. I was going to give it to the whole organization Sheesh. itself. They're three, four, and one. Mike, we know That's about we know about the NFC. If this was if there was a game Green Bay needed to win, unfortunately, it was going to need to be against this New England Patriots defense. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. It's gonna wow. be it's going to be very tough for this team to make the playoffs. And just look at the three, four, and one. That's an ugly record. It's, it's an ugly an record ugly right record. now going into way. It's, it's it's a it's a sorry record for sure. Um so Green Bay as a whole, I'm gonna give you guys a big fat old sorry. Dreamville mentioned Chris Hogan. He was close to being he was close to being sorry to me. He was close, but I feel like three, four, and one was just a little more prioritized. But give the reins to Dorsett. I've been saying this for a while. Dorsett has been has proven to be the better player against Chris Hogan this year. He's caused separation. When there was no Edelman, there was no um Gordon, it was Dorsett leading the targets. Let him be that third guy, third receiver. And you know, Hogan, you're gonna use him in and out, but have let it be Dorset. Yeah. Over I, Hogan. I, I At agree. this point, you have to, you gotta let it be that way. I agree. I think if you just put them matched up head to head, compare their stats, obviously it's Tom Brady passing them the ball, but you know, going based off the stats, Dorset has been much more successful this year than Chris Hogan. I do have a solid declaration I want to make though, Marv. Aaron Rodgers. Maybe one more ring in his career. Maybe, possibly. Won't be this season. No, no, no. <laughs> Won't be this season. But Aaron Rodgers won't see more than another Super Bowl appearance. Just one more. That's it. He's going to end his career. You've, you're telling me. I don't think. Green Bay can revamp their defense. Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers can't get to the Super Bowl a couple times. NFC is tough. If Green Bay revamps their defense, Aaron Rodgers can't go to the Super Bowl a couple I'm of times. I'm making a solid declaration. Aaron Rodgers may see the Super Bowl maybe one more time in his career. Wow. I'm not okay. saying he's going to win or lose. That's up for debate. Okay. But I feel like Aaron Rodgers, you know, he won't see us one more. That's it. That's it. You know, people can make declarations. I feel like, hey, man, hey, I feel hey. like Russell Westbrook won't ever win a championship. But this is not the NBA. Podcast is not. Still want to give a shot, a shot at what's <laughs> what? Why'd you do that? Why'd you just give a shot at I was just like making that? a Jeez. solid declaration Ooh, that right. I feel Aaron Rodgers maybe has one more Super Bowl appearance left in his career. That's it. 
NFC is very tough. There's a lot of solid teams. There's a lot of quarterbacks over there that, hey, same thing with the Green Bay Packers. They just need to revamp a little bit, and they'll be right there as solid contenders. Breeze is still around and having his way. Jared Goff is young and up and coming. You see what happened with Breeze now that they got a solid defense. Hey, but and so he still has to contend with Breeze. He still has to – got Jared Goff and the Rams going off. Uh, Eagles. Eagles is right there. Carson Wentz. No, uh, I hear you. I it's going to be tough for Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he's a great talent. Great talent. But I only see him making the Super Bowl probably one more time. That's just me. Right. Just me. But, yeah, with that being said, looking at the time, again, these comments, whoo, you guys are flowing and popping. You guys are hot in these comments. But, you know, we're getting ready to sign out. Oh, Any yeah, final words, Marv? Shout out to another shout out, man. Sammy watching this from Finland. Oh, yeah, I saw you know? that. So Finland. shout out to you, Sammy. Shout out to everyone here. Um, this was great. I'm tired. I'm you tired. Know, Patriots have had a lot of primetime games. This is, I don't remember this many primetime games, especially first half of the season like this. But they got through it now. You know, the, the schedule softens up a little bit, Mike, because you still got to face all the AFC East teams that you only all, you only face Dolphins. You only face the Dolphins. AFC East just imploded. They started off hot. It's just a mess right now. AFC so you got, East is the worst division. Worst. You got to face... You gotta face the Bills one more time. You gotta face the um, mm. Dolphins one more time. Jets, you you still gotta play twice, and yeah, you still gotta play the Jets twice. Those are all winnable games sure. right there. I believe well, yeah, Tennessee and Steelers mixed in there as well. So this the season definitely lightens <laughs> up. You know there was concerns early losing to the Lions and Jacksonville Jaguars, but now things get a little sweeter. Yeah, and that sweetness picks up next week. Sunday at 1 o'clock when the Patriots head to Tennessee to take on the Titans. And you already know right after the game, Marv and I will be right here holding it down. Uh, hopefully you guys will be joining us as well. With all that being said, for Marv, I'm Mike. And this has been the New England Patriots post-game show powered by CLNS Media, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for all Boston professional sports. We will see you guys next week.